friends. <laughs> Welcome back to Where Are We Growing? Planty Podcast, Planty Podcast. From the uh, the Glencoe studio. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah, we're now podcasting from Brandon's office yes. at, his, at his house, because just trying to figure out the easiest place with the best acoustics. Um, this, seems to be, this seems to be the... The creme de la creme so far, but we've also realized we have microphone issues. Yeah. One of our mics has not been working to the extent it should be, so now I have an Xbox headset on. Fuck technology continued. <laughs> Can we say the F word? I don't know. I haven't marked anything as explicit, <laughs> but we've said shit only a few times, so <laughs> we'll see. Well, if you heard a bleep, then... Do not report us to Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I know, there's actually some people who haven't been seeing the second podcast or something on Apple. <laughs> I don't know. I've had it up to here with <laughs> Well, okay, so we talk, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about propagating. Propagating and trading. Yes. We'll be tra- talking more about tra- trading next on Thursday. On Thursday. But today we're going to be talking about propagating. Propagation, propagating. <laughs> Propilating. Propilating. Profiliating. <laughs> So, why do we propagate plants? What's the point? To get free plants. Yeah. Is that your favorite part? Is that your favorite part about propagating plants? I do I do like the uh I do like the free plant aspect, although I will say the one downside is I require immediate gratification to feel fulfilled. <laughs> so, it's a little bit of a it's a catch 22 for me. <laughs> um I personally love, like, now I love propagating for other people. Mm -hmm. I don't know why that's, like, my favorite thing. I love passing on, like, my plant to someone else. It's, like, my favorite thing now. Yeah. But, yeah, free plants is fun, too. A little boost of serotonin. (laughs) Or to make thicker plants if you have a sparse plant. Yeah, so there are reasons to propagate other than, like, to make that that thing you propagated into a new plant. Mm -hmm. Because it can encourage new growth, make your plants, like, bushier. Um, yeah, if you didn't know, cause some people, when I tell them this, it blows their mind. Like if you like take a cutting off, like, and this is really like specific to, you know, like aeroids, like philodendrons and stuff. Uh, I don't know about pothos. I don't know. But if you like cut a little like piece off, sometimes it'll throw out like multiple growth points mm-hmm. off of that strand and then it gets like even thicker, thicker. So that's what people, that's why people say it makes plants thicker. In case you were like, huh, why? Well, or you could why? also repot the babies into the same pot. Yes, it is. It is nice to um, take that and then just like make more growth coming from the top, and that's a good way to. If you get like, people buy like cuttings of like one, like or a couple leaves of like a Brazil or something. <laughs> and like, why? You could find you can find those like yeah. everywhere, but whatever. <laughs> Teach their own, um, but trading is also uh like a big thing out of like propagating yeah Mm -hmm. you haven't done a ton of trading you say yeah mostly because of my social anxiety and afraid of uh talking to people but (laughs) i've done like pretty much all my trading in the past year i didn't do a ton of trading before quarantine um because that's when i met all the local friends and made friends with more actual plant people yeah i did a a couple, I didn't trade, but like, you know, like people would be like, $5 for these cuttings. I did mm-hmm. that like at the beginning of quarantine because mm-hmm. obviously people were afraid. So they just, you'd Venmo them and they'd just plop it on their porch and you'd come and grab it. And... But yeah. I, did, I did a lot of that in the beginning. Very fun. Um, I like 
having my propagation specifically like go to people that I know so that I can get little updates on them, you know, mm-hmm. spreading the wealth. And um, there's a little bit of a propagation fear that we sometimes have to get over. Yes. What what makes you hesitant to chop something up? I just love all of my plants equally and just harm in my mind harming them or like harming their even their looks like You're like <laughs> it's hard that it's it'll so... <laughs> maybe look uglier when you chop it yeah there and... are some plants that can look awfully stumpy and weird when you chop them some plants when you have like a big thick trailing plant sometimes you can't yeah tell. And, and sometimes it does backfire sometimes your worst fears come true like when i separated my stromanthi now it's my least favorite plant <laughs> Yeah, well, I should say all four of them are my least favorite plants. Yeah, now they all suck. We need to throw them back together. Maybe that'll be a fun little outdoor project. Mm. Yeah, I, I've i been uh, seeing a lot of people's like giant plants. There's your ankle again. Yep, it, it's, our, it's our third <laughs> I'll host. Point it out. <laughs> uh, I think it's actually the fourth. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, Cece, duh. <laughs> well, no, it's the fifth because Kai and Cece, they're like the guest judge that. Go back and oh, forth. <laughs> the cat interruptions, endless cat interruptions. Okay, well, let's get into the kind of how-to of propagation um, and kind of dive into the different types, what to do, tips mm-hmm. and tricks. Yeah. Um, let's start with the different types. Like, most most of the plants that I'm propagating are by, like, cutting them, you snip, know? Snip snip and you know root them in you know a certain substrate that we'll get to um but there are plants that you like either divide like at a rhizome mm-hmm. or you just have to like separate like big bird of paradise that big bird of paradise i have i don't know how i would split it up <laughs> other than just like take the separate plants that are inside of it yeah because my stromanthics it like, it doesn't have a rhizome. It's just kind of like this, I don't clump know. Clump of... It's like a clump of stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I should probably look into it. But I don't really have that many plants that require that. So it's really, I just, whatever. <laughs> but basically, I just had to, like, bite the bullet and just, like, cut it into pieces and be like, whatever. This seems very wrong, but... Just uh, split up the roots. Like, you get some root clumps. You get some roots. Yep, yep. You're just like, okay, well, it seems like there's some attached here and some attached there. <laughs> Just rip them apart. Yeah. Um, what's your so? What's your favorite way to propagate them? I know a lot of people are a big fan of water. That's like if you're new to propagation, I guess yeah. I would suggest that first. Water is definitely an easy go to, especially when you have basic plants. But I've found that the perfect balance of ease and lack of work is moss. I love moss. Like it's it doesn't dry out too quick. And it lets you know when it's dry. Oh, yeah. That's the downside to perlite. You don't know when it's dry unless you're touched getting all up in there. If you keep your moss in like a little dome thing or like have a separate water wet reservoir under it, it will keep it like moist on its own kind of. And then you don't actually have to like wet the moss. It like no. stays consistently moist. It's great. You can build up algae a little bit faster if you like don't, you know, give it room to breathe. But, um, yeah, moss is boss. I did have some wet moss in a bucket get mold the other day. Like, yeah. It's like I should have taken care of it, and I just was like, I'll oh. just leave it. And we're talking moss. about sphagnum moss, <laughs> BT dubs. Sphagnum moss is what people traditionally use for well, their plants. I've just been going to the woods and peeling moss off trees. Oh, really? I, don't, I, don't I think people get mad about, about that. <laughs> I think that there are moss police. Lichen police. 
What? Lichen is different than moss. I don't know what the specifics are, but lichen grows very slowly and it doesn't like recover very well Mm. and it only grows in certain conditions. Lichen's like, okay. So like moss is more fluffy, you know, like when it's more (laughs) crispy looking, like it looks like (laughs) kind of hard and wavy, like a crab ragoon. Okay. Like, like ramen in the nature. (laughs) I'm picturing like a ramen slice. I don't slice ramen chunk. I don't really know how to describe it. Look up a picture of it. Hello, okay. there's a Duh, we're, we're, we don't usually have this luxury of having a computer next to us. Yes. Like it. Like it? I thought you were trying to say Lekka. This Okay, this is exactly what I'm trying to describe. Okay, yes, 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 yes. The stuff on the trees. Yes. Yeah, it's, yeah, the gunk on the trees, basically. So people peel that off and mm-hmm. use it for what? Terrariums. Oh, get out. Whatever. I don't know. What would you use lichen for? I'm not really yeah. sure. <laughs> what are the like? I mean, we're getting into a ta- out of, onto a tangent. <laughs> what What's the rules for like foraging for moss? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there like an etiquette to when you're taking stuff from nature? I don't know. Someone email us. Yeah, if you know uh, what Mother yeah, Nature what's... put in her bylaws for us <laughs> yeah. That we to follow. <laughs> uh, yeah, what what is the what are the environmentalists saying about I it? I don't really I mean, other than the other day when I went to look for stuff for my my terrarium just got some sticks. I don't I'm not <laughs> yeah, I don't you take to, some sticks. I don't tend to forage very often. <laughs> yeah, I don't well and also there's little <laughs> all I think about is the TikToks I see where people like take a little like bit of like water that was in moss and look for little like bear like sea bears or something (laughs) can you google sea bear (laughs) sea bear in like a under a microscope or something oh those little things they have like oh my god (laughs) you guys the the first the first thing that came Mind that the sea bear from SpongeBob is what I'm staring at. <laughs> no, it's, it's the this thing. Bear. Okay, I know what you're talking about. This yeah, thing. that. Oh my god, <laughs> the tardigrade. <laughs> the sea bear. It's from the water SpongeBob. bear. That's what they're called. The water bear. bear. <laughs> that was a sea bear that you have to like draw a circle around yourself to protect you from it. Anyways, I guess that those are the things that you can find in moss outside. But the moss that we're talking about for plants is sp- New Zealand sphagnum moss, well, usually. New Zealand, if you can find it. If, if not, or you get the stuff with sticks normal. and grass in it like Sticks we and do. crap. <laughs> I, I just cracked my ankle. Crack club. <laughs> it's not that kind of crack. Oh or the other kind of crack. Ankle cracks. <laughs> Wait. I don't know what other type of crack you're talking about. I was thinking like butt cracks. Oh my god. <laughs> this this episode's really really taking a left turn. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoy this. Oh, happy Monday if you're listening at the beginning when this comes out. Hope you're having a great week. Anyways, oh. Besides moss or lichen or uh, water bear homes, what do you use for propagations? I've dabbled in perlite, but I moved on to moss from that pretty quickly. I do propagate some things in actual LECA, which if you're unsure what that is, it is uh, lightweight 
expanded clay aggregate. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I just pulled that out of my brain, like, on <laughs> autopilot. <laughs> that's why I had that unsure look on my face. That was like, where are we going with this brain? <laughs> Came through. But... I'm, but I, what I'm not a big fan of is actually propagating things straight into soil. That's something I almost never do. Um, trade scantias I do in pure soil. I feel like it does work the best for them. And then those elephant tears or whatever, I don't know, whatever my aunt sent me from Arizona. I'll do succulents. Yeah, they worked in soil. But I found that the one I put in water as a test... Probably it's way better than like the one in water is growing new growth. Those ones are just kind of like recovering. I guess I do. Um, I guess technically I would call it a little bit of like propagation technique. But when I'm doing my like sh- uh, string of hearts and I want to make them more full, I'll like wrap them around the soil and pin them down. Mm-hmm. Um, and Getting then, those nodes touch. Yeah, them. those nodes will root and often push out new growth from that node, and it's a whole new, you know, whole new. Thing. Speaking of nodes, what is your opinion on uh, rooting powder? Oh, I have some, but I always forget to use it. Same, I never I use don't, it. I, yeah, and the one, and to. when I do use it, I don't notice any difference from when I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I think if you have it, go ahead and use it. If you have a normal brain that can remember things, unlike us, like mm-hmm. <laughs> mine's just in my corner of my cabinet. I, it's out of sight, out of mind. I'll never touch it. <laughs> Rooting powder, who? <laughs> Yeah, mine's like in, in my plant shelf cabinet that has all the crap I never use. It's probably sitting in the back. Yeah, I don't feel the need to use it. I forget, have you tried cakey cloning paste? I haven't. Everyone says I need mm-hmm. to. I just... I It's just 16 bucks. I don't... Like, it won't give me any instant gratification buying it, you know? Like, I know Amazon will get it to me in two mm-hmm. days, but, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things where you're like, don't fix it if it's not broken. Yeah. Which I probably should have used it on my elbow, but again, then I would have been afraid it would have killed off a leaf, or the roots would have stopped growing. I mean, or... Yeah, it, it did it on its own. But what's nice about it, though, is it kind of encourages, like, I've found when you're not propagating anything, and you just, like, notice that there's little growth points somewhere I would... that, that could be new growth. It's just kind of like, hey. I don't know how it would work on a Nepenthes, but <laughs> there is a new growth point underneath every leaf. And the only way to activate it usually is by cutting. And like one of mine, like two points have activated. So there's new, two new leaves breaking off. Yeah. Uh, propagating Nepenthes, which if you don't know that, it's like a pitcher plant, carnivorous plant. That scares me. I don't well, think I'll be doing I that. I just did it on my first trade. Yeah. <laughs> on your first trade? Oh my god, was that your actually like first trade trade? Yeah, like real trade. Cute. Like where we like organized it. And, like... Yeah, and it was like, what should we do? Mm-hmm. What should we trade? Yes. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about trading in the but next yeah. one. If you are looking to propagate an Nepenthes, you cut them like you would a pothos or a philodendron in between the leaf nodes, but you have to chop off most of the leaf because... It'll spend all of its energize or energy photosynthesizing, and then it won't grow roots. roots. Interesting. I love that. So you got to wait till the next leaf comes out to have a leaf. Mm. Interesting. But you don't want to cut all of it off because it needs a little mm-hmm. little photosynthesis. <laughs> yeah, we need a little bit of plant to start to make a new plant. Um, 
Oh, and then one thing we didn't touch on with water is I think people often forget to change out their water. Oh, yeah. I'm very oh, guilty. I've killed yeah. so many cuttings. And if you're propagating something in perlite that's like in a, just a jar, you also need to take that out and... Rinse it. Rinse it. Yeah, it can get icky and smelly and yuck. Yeah. Be careful. I did film a video on how to sanitize perlite, and then I forgot it existed, and I think it's somewhere in my phone. Mm. I should look into that. Just look into <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh... That reminds me. Brings you back. See, that, that's my issue with not recording in TikTok, is then I record them. If I don't immediately make them and post them, they've just... Disappear. There's hundreds just chilling <laughs> in my phone, just like little sections of videos. Just... Castaways. <laughs> we are castaways. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Let's clarify top versus mid cuttings, because I think that in this that you're playing different games with these. So top cutting when you're like, and this is kind of like trade lingo sometimes when people are, you should know what you're buying and what mm-hmm. people are posting because sometimes you get a, will get a mid cut and not really understand like, why isn't it growing? Well, <laughs> you have to wait on new growth points. Anyways, do you want to give us a little uh, explanation? Yeah. So uh, top cutting is chopped from the top. Right from the top. Pop Fresh- your way right to the top. Freshest <laughs> growth there is. Freshest growth on the plant. Um. But yeah, so you only have one cut point where like a mid cutting, you'd have two usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily know the plant biology where like a top cutting, like the specific reason they grow quicker. It really doesn't make sense in my brain. Someone explained it to me and it just kind of like short circuited. I was like, well, it, it's well, not as established. It should, it well, should. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's like the top cutting, it already has like new growth coming out, right? So it just mm-hmm. needs to focus on putting out new roots and then boom, it's like on its way, right? But then a mid cutting needs to not only grow roots, but it needs to create then a whole new growth point. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's doing it like simultaneously, but. The faster it roots, or like the more roots you have, the quicker that growth point's gonna pop out, and then it basically starts a whole new whole new section of growth. Um, so sometimes when you're buying a cutting from someone, or you're you know, I don't know, propagating for yourself, you want to know like the process of like what's gonna happen, what to expect, how long you're gonna have life. to wait. Yeah, because. Um, and some things are like easier to root than others. You know, I have a friend who really prefers to not have top cuttings because I mean, often when they're sent in the mail, um, they can not do well or something. Mm-hmm. Like if there's like a brand new leaf coming out, that's yeah, why like I wait. Sensitive. Yeah. That's why I wait to cut certain things until like the newest, freshest growth has like hardened off and it hasn't started on the new stuff yet. And I can just like, then I can disrupt it and I'm not going to piss it off too much, but yeah. So top versus mid cuttings, that's what people mean when they're talking about that. But a lot of people uh, ask this question a lot. How do you know when to pot your plants after you're propagating? In my experience, wait as long as you humanly can. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't be in a rush. However, I did propagate some Monster Deliciosa, which those can, things can sit in water for a while, right? They can push out a whole new leaf and harden off, right? Mm-hmm. But then after that, I feel like that's a good time to like put yeah. it put it in some soil because I found that I had these really um, this really nice monstera cut and like it was starting to fenestrate like a couple fenestrations on each leaf, like it was like not insanely mature, but it's not a baby, and it puts out 
a whole new leaf in water and it sits in this water for months. I mean, it's probably like six months, maybe seven. <laughs> I don't know. And then it's like slowly starts to push out a new leaf, but because it's not getting any nutrients, it's been sitting in water. Like mm-hmm. I change the water sometimes, <laughs> but it's not getting any nutrients. And then it's like, okay, I guess I'm going to continue to grow because I have roots, but I have no food. So eventually you got to pot it up. But I think people, I don't know. I'm not in any hurry. Everyone's like, when can I pot it up? I'm yeah. Like, I th- I think a good rule of thumb is when you get third tier roots. So like you got the main root, then it splits mm-hmm. off, then it splits off again. Mm-hmm. Once you get that third split, then you're mm-hmm. pretty good in the clear. Yeah, and usually like I don't know, I kind of eyeball like if those roots like proportional to the plant. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then it's probably a good time to pot it up a few inches, depending on how big your like plant is that you're um, that you're propagating. Like a couple inches of roots are like a lot for some plants, and obviously yeah. not a lot for others, but. But yeah, looking for those like secondary, third roots. And I feel like if you have questions about repot, like when to plant a specific type of plant, look up propagation videos of that type of plant on YouTube. Mm -hmm. If they're a big person, chances are the plant they'll be potting will be Mm -hmm. like a good example of when and what to look for. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, I usually like to remind people that you have to keep in mind like the moisture level that that propagation was getting when and going into soil. That's something I struggle with. <laughs> so when you're like, for example, water to soils, I think best example I can think of, it's like getting constant moisture sitting in that water and then people put it in the soil and I'm guilty of this all the time. You let that soil dry out because that may- is maybe what you're used it's to It's what doing. you'll do with like a mature yeah, plant. And, and, yeah, a normal plant. But this plant is sitting in there with water roots, no moisture anymore. It can like, pretty easily dry out mm-hmm. and those roots can die off and it's like oopsies i forget all the time yeah I, so you got a couple marantas like, that are like that right now <laughs> yeah so that's why you gotta like acclimate your plant kind of to that soil which is why some people prefer to just propagate their plants right in soil but i don't i don't like to they're like they just want to skip this skip the in-between step but yeah. i'm like mm. I'm like i need to see what's going on yeah i like to i like i'm no i'm nosy I we're don't, too into our plants yeah <laughs> When, when I propagate things in soil, I find myself digging it every two days to see what's going on. Um, so what are you currently propagating right now, Brandon? Well, I just went into a propagating spree the other day. I didn't Did have you, too much you going on. You went chop happy? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I had going some Cebu Blue Pothos, some oh. Mikans, um... I always have Marantas propagating, so they're just so easy. I need some lemon lime, so if you want to toss some, my way. <laughs> I just have a little baby. I just planted two, and like I said, they're the ones that are struggling because I didn't water them again right away, and so they're like, they yellowed off. I'm like, oh god. I'm sure they'll recover, but. Um, what else do I have right now? I have some Adansonii, I have some Dark Lord Philodendron. What are you having them all propagating in? Pretty much all of them are moss. Moss, and you have them. Do you have them, those in your little tray thing? Yeah, that bunch. Yeah, we the want crazy. to talk about that setup. <laughs> oh yeah, so um, kind of to create some humidity. I have three places of propagating right now, just on my shelves under a grow light and moss. I have a couple propagating in my IKEA cabinet in perlite, and then I have a lot in my. I have a little seedling tent that I have over a heat mat, which I do have them all in moss, which 
helps activate the root growth with the heat, which is really mm-hmm. great. I love it in there because it does work super, super yeah, well. they were like crazy. But it's, again, out of sight, out of mind. I tend to not water them enough, and then the moss it's dries next out. next to your bed. It, I have to lift a thing to get oh, to it. There's a barrier. Yeah, there's a barrier to entry. <laughs> like, it is next to your bed. <laughs> so I have to remember to actually lift the... And then it gets water everywhere, so I don't like lifting the lid. It's just a hassle. Yeah, so I have a lot growing in there, and I find that that works super well if you have the the drive to check on it every day. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so that's that little setup. And then I would say my favorite propagations I have is I have a melanochrysum and a monstera stadliana elbow. Um, those two are in my little Ikea cabinet. Those I'm excited for. They're getting good roots. Yay. Um, I'm glad your stadliana made it. Same. Did your other one not? Because did you kill one off? And yeah, it's them? still... Because I... Okay, so I got a three-leaf cutting. And I was like, okay, I could... And it was starting to grow roots on one of the... On both nodes. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh my god, I'll just split this. It'll be totally fine. Um, and so I cut them. And then Nicole was coming over that day. And we were... I don't remember we were recording. Or something? Yeah, I don't know. But okay. basically, it's like I was waiting for them to callus over. So I should have just like for an hour waited and then... Quick, put them in water, even or anything, but I didn't. And you they, should let them dry out. And one of them dried out completely. So, whoops. Starting from scratch. What do you got going on at home? I gotta think. I always have a lot of stuff in moss, but what do I actually have propagating? Um, I have some Cebu Blue as well. A bunch of ones that you gave me. Um, so I'm trying to compile my own little pots. But those are actually rooting now and they're looking fabulous. Um, you have the string of pearls growing good roots in water. Oh yeah, I do have yeah. I which I do, which those. I did copy, and I have some, yeah. but they are growing roots very slowly. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> the cord just rubbed against my leg, and I had a freak out. <laughs> I thought there was a ghost. I don't know, some phantom animal trying to claw me. <laughs> Losing my mind. What the heck are we talking about? Uh, Propagations you have going on. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) your string of pearls. Um, I've been able to root pearls really well in moss um, and turtles and hearts. I just kind of like finished up all those. I finally got my little turtles potted up in a little like bottle terrarium that I got at IKEA. I need a tiki talk about that because I just I just simply cannot grow turtles without high humanity <laughs> it's impossible i just can't um i don't know what else i have well i guess i have some paella i'm trying to root i also have a couple begonia pieces because begonias are fun i want to propagate mine but it's been growing so much i'm just like i just put it outside so hopefully mm-hmm. it'll like explode i mean it grew a ton mm-hmm. over like the last two months it just like tripled in size so i'm hoping for a whole bush by the end of summer mm-hmm. and then i'll propagate it <laughs> i'm really wanting to propagate my pink lady uh peperomia yeah because oh she's so cute and i finally figured out how to take care of peperomias because both of them are doing really really well and Aww. i'm really proud um but what the heck else do i have propagating i know i have a bunch of brazil cuttings that i am going to be going to be giving to a friend um I had I had some pilea that I was rooting, but they're now they're living happily in microlaca. Microlaca. Um, a lot of people message me about that. Like I'm like the microlaca person. I did not invent. <laughs> my, I did not invent microlaca. It's been out there, um, asking me where to get it. 
You can Google. I mean, I think that because I someone sent it to me and they bought it from somewhere else. I don't well, know. They got it on Etsy. As I was playing with my Lekka the other day, if you just get a bag of Ikea Lekka, you'll mm-hmm. have half a bag of normal size Lekka and half a bag of micro Lekka if you're willing to separate it. Different, different sizes. <laughs> just a hodgepodge of sizes of, of clay, clay aggregate. Yep. <laughs> Cute. Um... What are you hoping to, like, propagate in the future? Is there anything you're going to, like, chop this summer? Or, like, um, what am I growing to propagate? That's a good question. Good question. Or you better um, be chopping your adipopoency. Yes. I'm. Well, pretty much all my more, quote-unquote, uncommon plants, I do want to chop because I want to have two main plants of each at mm-hmm. one point. Because um, then I can have my one that I love and cherish mm-hmm. and the one that becomes a... A, pe- a cog in the growing machine. <laughs> She's the grower. The grower in the shower. Um, I, I know I'm going to be cutting up. Probably I'm going to be cutting up my hearts all the time. They just grow too fast. Oh you my gosh. Keep... String of hearts grow so fast when you figure them out. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And I do have some mycans actually propagating right now because mine took a tumble. I so, will find I have yeah. found that a lot of my micans, the leaves will die off in the propagations. Yeah. Like they'll turn yellow, orangish red, and then they'll just like, especially if they're in like high, high humidity. Rude. I'm like, come on. But then, then they'll put like a new leaf out if I just don't touch them. Normally I just want to be like, toss. Toss, <laughs> goodbye. Yeah, I'm trying them in water, but I don't know. Moss is always the way to go. I love moss. Oh, I do have a little like... Gigas, gigas. Oh yeah. In um, a little moss prop container, um, and it put out a little baby leaf already. It's so cute. And you've also propagated a lot of chunks. Oh yeah, I love propagating chunks. Yeah. It's very fun in moss. Like it's always like you don't even have to touch it when you have them in those little moss domes. I because my anthuriums have huge chunks, and I know you can propagate them by separating those. But it scares me. Like, I, I was like, I don't know enough about anthurium to be propagating. <laughs> I was like, I could propagate a philodendron chunk, no problem. Monstera chunk, yes. But, like, anthurium chunks, I do not know. I haven't even propagated any um, syngoniums yet. Yeah, well, I've heard they're super easy. Yeah, there's another another normal aeroid. But none of mine are, there's some of mine that aren't tall enough yet. Don't have enough going on to, to propagate yet. Yeah. Like my little, uh, my mojito, Syngonia mojito is so pretty. I'm obsessed with mine. I never see pictures that look as cute as mine. Shout I agree. out, shout out, Small River Greenhouse on Etsy. I'm obsessed with mine, and I didn't like appreciate her right away, but then I see other ones for sale, and I'm like, these are so dang green. Mm-hmm. Like that, I see that a lot with like the Anglonema victim tricolor. Oh yes. Like some are like they look fake. Yeah, when like, I see them in person, I'm like, meh. And then like pictures, I'm like, oh. and then they'll be selling them for like the same price, and it's like the ugliest plant I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, this is the ugliest special. plant I've ever seen. <laughs> um. Well, I think that about wraps it up for propagations. Time to <laughs> chop this prop. <laughs> You know, propagating is fun. It's like one of one of my greatest joys. It's a little bit of a, you know, boost of serotonin. Yeah. And um, multiplying your plants. 
Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want more plants? Oh, yeah. Like, I I remember when I first started propagating, it was, I I was unstoppable. (laughs) (laughs) And then when I first tried to move them to dirt, I was like, oh, I need to not do this anymore because I'm just killing my plants by chopping them up and then Mm -hmm. not being able to root them. (laughs) Yeah. Don't sweat it. You'll figure it out. Yeah. It all takes practice like everything else. Where can people find you, Sir Brandon? You can find me on the Instagram and the TikTok at BR underscore Anaconda. Like I said in the last episode, um, we're recording episodes back to back, so I still have not set up my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. But I do almost have 700 subscribers already oh my from my, when I had a regular YouTube channel where I just did dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, fuck a new account using the new one. Oh, yeah. We gotta see if we can say the F word or not. I think we can as long as we use it sparingly and we don't insinuate. I've actually, I've actually listened to a few podcasts where they're dropping F-bombs left and right. So, <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah, the Murder Girls. Yeah. They, this is just a spicy episode. It's not explicit, it's spicy. Oh, yeah, I was like, propagation, this isn't even a very controversial topic. Wait till we get to the controversial topics. Oh, my gosh. Um, well, if you want to, like, hear more of my voice... Um, you can find my Instagram at Nicole, N-A-Y-Y-C-O-L-E. And then my TikTok is Nicole Larson with an extra N at the end. And that then, it is. Yeah. You can follow our, uh, where are we growing on Instagram to see our sparkling faces. We have some pretty fun photo shoot pictures that we just need to show. We can't wait to show you. <laughs> They're amazing. They're amazing. It's hard to not post them, not them post right away. Not post all of them at once. Yeah, absolutely. We have to keep, we have to keep them and pretend like... Pretend like we look like that every day. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we are gorgeous people by ourselves, but oh. we were extra delicious. Um, and then you guys can also send us an email, por favor, at wherewegrowing at gmail.com. Yep. And give us a rating or whatever. On Five-star Apple. review on Apple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, for, I realized we were going to read some, and we never did. But let's we, pull it up, and let's read one. Let's read some reviews. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Here we go. Oh, we have 16 ratings. 16? All five stars. Oh, my oh. gosh. You guys are so cute. Okay. Let's read the first one. It's by We the Tyler. He post he or she, I guess Tyler can be both. Um, posted this. They posted this on Saturday. Love this. It says, "So happy I finally got to listen. You guys are too funny, and I can't wait to listen more." Aww. Sparkle emoji, plant in a terracotta pot emoji. Oh, <laughs> <Aww>. cute. <laughs> well, thanks. We are the Ty- We the Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> But yeah, we'll catch you next week for trading. Trading. Well, not like next week. Next, well, next. We'll see you in three days. <laughs> <laughs> see you Thursday. Yeah, hope you have a hope you have a fabulous week. You look great today. We can't see you, but you look fabulous. You look fabulous. You're you look radiant. Yeah, you're glowing. Oh my gosh. Look at you. <laughs> You've grown so much since the last you're time we growing. talked. Love you. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>